Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Ken. For Thursday, July 1st, 2021, we're brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. 28 years ago, I made the call to Dr. Mike O'Neill. I said, would you be my dentist? He said, yes, I would. For 28 years, I've gone there. I've never gone to another dentist. Call him at 317-849-2933. Hello, Greg Cooper. Today, we celebrate uranium-235, the radioactive isotopes who invaded New Albany High School back in 1979. This shirt, a commemorative, one of the few that survives. This, of course, is, uh, that's me. That's John Doherty. That's a great Steve Mix. That's the great Louis Stevens kneeling, and that's the great Chris Pruitt. We sold out the New Albany Auditorium twice. New two songs, Ain't That a Shame and Wild Thing, and we played them and broke things like we were the who. It was unbelievable. About as much fun as you can possibly have. People screaming so loud, we couldn't hear ourselves, which was a good thing because, frankly, we couldn't play. Didn't matter. Uh, let's talk about Rick Carlisle. And by the way, we're celebrating uh, outerwear that I continue to own for no apparent reason that uh, is commemorative of uh, memories past that we enjoy. Steve Mix watching, the drummer for, uh, uh, for uh, uh, Uranium-235, for goodness sake. What are you going to do? Wooden spoons? Garbage can lids. We didn't need a, a drum kit because we had no musical ability. Uh, Rick Carlisle yesterday was really, really good in, in his introductory press conference. He said a lot of good things, and he seemed to be the kind of friendly guy that he didn't appear to be the first time or the second time he was here with the Pacers. First time, 98 through 2000, as an assistant to Larry Bird, then as the head coach, 04 through 07, had some great successes during both stretches. Spoke, uh, reminisced, I guess is the word, about the brawl team in 04-05, which kind of unraveled the entire thing, and uh, the franchise in large part, and, and threw the franchise into an arrears that it took quite a while to dig out from. Uh, Rick Carlisle also reminisced about being a part of the Portland Trailblazers staff when Arvidas Sabonis played for the Trailblazers and was a proud father the day Domantas Sabonis was born. Rick Carlisle goes over to Arvidas' house. They have a couple of drinks, have some laughs, have some hugs, celebrating uh, Domantas Sabonis' birth. Now Rick Carlisle 
is Domas Sabonis' coach. So there you go. Uh, yeah, the Cubs, <laughs> Cubs had a big inning yesterday. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but I really liked this version of Rick Carlisle. He was self-effacing. He was uh, understanding of, of leadership and what it means to be a leader and how trust is earned one drop at a time and, and how you've got to be able to communicate with players to compel them to do the things that you want them to do, which is really a coach's job. It's about managing people. And I'm not sure Rick Carlisle got that the first time around. Maybe he did, but he didn't seem like a guy who was uh, overtly friendly in that role. And and now it seems like he's a pretty friendly guy and, and uh, a talkative guy. I thought it was going to be kind of a quick deal yesterday. It went on for 57 minutes. I cut it down on my YouTube channel. You can hear everything that Rick Carlisle had to say. I stripped out the questions, stripped out the Kevin Pritchard parts of the thing, because we've heard from Kevin Pritchard about all these things in the past. So it's just Rick Carlisle uncut. I liked it. And, and Rick Carlisle, more to the point, really likes this team, likes his roster, likes what's coming back, at least what's scheduled to come back, what's under contract to come back, says that Miles and Domas could play together or separately. We'll see what happens, but says healthy. This is a team that can compete. I agree with him. Uh, the NCAA yesterday enacted legislation rules that will allow student-athletes to profit from their names, images, and likenesses. This is a good thing. The only people in our society, I think other than teachers, who are uh, banned from profiting from their names, images, and likenesses, their brand value, have been student-athletes at universities and colleges. That ended yesterday because today state laws were scheduled to go into effect in a bunch of states that were going to allow it anyway and overrule the NCAA and, and put college athletics at different levels depending on the state. So now the NCAA has, has kind of fixed it. What the NCAA should have done was the right thing in the first place, which is what people should always do but really need to be dragged into kicking and screaming, and what a shame that is. Student-athletes at Indiana, they've been preparing this uh, for this for a while. The Excellence Academy has had classes in monetizing your brand, and, and so Indiana students are kind of uh, ready to go, champing at the bit and, and taking advantage of those portals that allow that kind of thing and that can help them monetize their value. They're going to be able to go to and uh, be represented by people who can go to uh, car dealerships get a car in exchange for an endorsement. Eh, why shouldn't they be able to? Everybody else can. Why shouldn't they be able to? It would be great to have equanimity among students at Indiana University and all the other universities where every kid has the same opportunity to uh, eat the same food, go to the same movies, go to the same shows, enjoy the same lifestyle as every other student, but that's not the way it works. Yeah, that's at Indiana, you got a bunch of kids coming from New York who can do whatever they want. They got mommy and daddy's money and they go around Bloomington and, and live like kings. And then you've got student athletes who, who really are unable to do that to the extent that they could be able to do it because of their brand value. Now they're gonna be able to do it and it's a good thing. What's that mean for non-football, non-basketball players? 
could mean a lot. You got volleyball players with substantial social media followings that can be monetized. You have lacrosse players, field hockey players with substantial social media. They're going to be able to monetize those assets and that is in those followings and that's a really, really good thing. Why shouldn't they be able to do it? It doesn't make any sense. They're human beings. We live in a democracy, in a capitalistic democracy, right? Why shouldn't they be able to profit from their brand value that is so fleeting while they're in college? Uh, the Clippers last night. Bye-bye. Classless, as you would have guessed. Patrick Beverly shoves Chris Paul to, Paul to the ground. Frank Kaminsky just kind of stands there, looks at him, and gives him a little polite shove. What the hell is Kaminsky doing? Back up your guy. That's a guy who just dropped 41 points in order to send the Clippers home and move your ass to the NBA Finals. And you stand there like, you know, some kind of innocent bystander as, as Patrick Beverly shoves Chris Paul to the ground? Throw hands, you miserable wretch. Paul George, speaking of miserable wretches, after the game says, uh, he said, we'd be going on if Kawhi was healthy. <laughs> Can you imagine when Scottie Pippen had the migraine against the Pippen or against the Pistons and the Pistons eliminated the Bulls in the Eastern Conference Finals? Can you imagine Michael Jordan sitting in the locker room going, man, if Pippen had been healthy, we'd be going on. What is the matter with Paul George? Paul George is the least self-aware athlete I've ever been around, and he has moved no closer to being self-aware since leaving Indianapolis. He kind of had it together in 2013. And then he decided he needed to be a brand. He needed to be PG-13 rather than Paul George from Palmdale, California. So there he is with the Clippers, a marvelously talented basketball player who says and does the wrong thing like it's his job. So the Suns move on, and, and Paul George last night was really not good. 6 of 15 from the field, 1 of 6 from beyond the arc, uh, 21 points, but a minus 25 in the plus minus, easily leading uh, the Clippers in that category. So the Suns move on and good. I like Chris Paul. I like the Suns. I like Devin Booker. They're fun to watch. I think Monty Williams has done a great job coaching that team. They move the ball. They play fun basketball. It's going to be a fun NBA Finals regardless of whether they play the Bucks or play the Hawks. Bucks and Hawks tonight, game five. Who's going to take the lead? Who's going to be one step away from the NBA Finals at the end of the night? Giannis Antetokounmpo, doubtful, no structural damage in that knee. However, you know what? We don't know whether Trey Young's going to play. If Trey Young and Antetokounmpo don't play, you got to say advantage Hawks, Nate McMillan. Two wins away from getting to the NBA Finals. And we kind of crap on the Indiana Pacers for firing Nate McMillan, but I think rightly so. You know, you got to call it out when you see it, right? Nate McMillan is two wins away from the NBA Finals after being fired because he couldn't win postseason games. Maybe that team overachieved in the regular season because of Nate McMillan, and then they were exposed in the postseason. That could be. Uh, the Cubs yesterday did something that one team has done since 1900, and it wasn't the Cubs. So the Cubs, despite being around forever, this never happened to them since 1900. Yesterday, they went up by seven runs, and they lost by seven runs, more than seven runs. So they go up 7 nothing in the top of the first. 
And then the Brewers come back to win 15-7. to Ah, oh, man, the Cubs are exhausting. And so, uh, yeah, it's a nice shirt. Isn't it a nice shirt? How many of you people have your Uranium 235 t-shirts? Anyway, uh, the Cubs, they got to start selling parts, right? They've got uh, four and a half weeks until the trade deadline at the end of the month. You got Bryant, who's going to be a free agent and will leave. Rizzo, going to be a free agent, will leave. Baez, going to be a free agent, will leave. Kimbrell, going to be a free agent, will leave. You have got to get value back for those guys. You've got to strip this thing down, sell off the parts, and rebuild that farm system, or you're going to suck for a long time. With those three guys starting, right, not Kimbrell, but the other three guys in the lineup, the Cubs cannot score runs. And they can't stay healthy. Now, Chris Bryant's got a, a sore side, and you got Rizzo with his ever-present back problems. What are you doing? You know what? They were wonderful, and they're going to be celebrated forever because of what they did in 2016, and rightly so. But right now, it's time to go get what you can, all right? Um, let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we, as we celebrate Uranium-235. That's a little too much like Ted Levine in Silence of the Lambs. It's a little bit too much like Ted Levine. I, I, I'm uncomfortable with that image. Um, David Berryhill, happy birthday. Aaron Anderson, Bill Gerald's happy birthday. John Stewart, Greg Fullhart, Scott Springer, Kevin Cook, Jim McCoy, the great Peter Curlis, celebrating a birthday. Uh, yeah, yeah, yard sale, everything must go. Sell it down to the bones. Whatever you can get a value, sell and get farm prospects back. They did it with Darvish. You knew they were going to do it. They made their decision before this when they traded Darvish for guys who are not going to be in the bigs for another three to four years and are going to be lucky if two of those four guys that they acquired wind up playing Major League Baseball. So, um, Michelle Lynn, happy birthday. Zeb Skinner, Brett Briscoe, happy birthday as well. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell, despite what looks like, is it still raining out there? It has stopped raining on the north side of Indianapolis. That is a good thing. We are ready for a long holiday weekend, a beautiful holiday weekend, sunny tomorrow, sunny Saturday, sunny on Sunday, a little bit warmer on Sunday. You know what? I'm sorry, Chuck Lofton. I'm sorry for trespassing in your area. Brian Wilkes, sorry about that. I'm no meteorologist, but I can look out a window and tell you if it's raining. We'll talk to you later today inside Indiana Sports Now, as we always do, right around 3 o'clock.